This is Stephen McCoy. You are watching Sessions with Stephen, and we have Arthur of Greater the Game and his latest book, Woke. He's an actor. He's a reality star. He's a motivational speaker. He does it all. A, a, a good brother, Stevie Badge. What's going on, bro? And um, of course, thank you for having me. Of course, they call you Shakespeare. I mean, <laughs> when you yeah, I, and I, I can I can tell you where that name comes from if you'd like. Oh so yeah, let people know how you got the name Shakespeare. So when I was in uh, when I was in university, I had one of my teammates. He said, "Man, bro, we just gonna start calling you Shakespeare because all you doing is making so many plays." Right, right. <laughs> and it just stuck, man. And um and you know, I, I've I've prided myself in my career to be a person who makes plays on and off the field. Yeah. And leveraging leveraging my position uh in the community, uh to be able to do some some things to help change the thinking of our people, man. Cause at the end of the day, Stephen, like that's what it's all about for me, brother. Yeah, and uh, I I definitely commend you for that, for being one who, I mean, you do come from the hood to going to, um, well, I would say a diverse high school, right? Right, right, and, absolutely. And then you end up going to a HBCU. So yeah, you, that, that, that really helped me, Steve. That really helped me with balance, bro, because growing up in an all-Black environment down in Pompano Beach, Florida, and then going to Orlando, um, specifically Ultimate Springs, Florida, um, and going to Lake Brantley, um, it gave me the propensity to be able to go in any environment and leverage, you know, my life, which a lot of us don't have the, the, the ability to do that, to be able to go into a situation and articulate ourselves or carry ourselves in a way that our best self is being shown. And I think uh, melanated men, especially we haven't been given the opportunity to do those things because, you know, being, being an intellectual is not celebrated, you know, yeah. uh, being, being someone who's a thinker is not celebrated. So then you just fall into the same fray of you got to be an athlete, artist, entertain a dope boy in order to be significant in this mm -hmm. system, as opposed to leveraging the, the one thing that you, that you got from God, that was totally the greatest gift, which is your consciousness and your health, in my opinion. And I mean, and you've been doing this for a very long time before uh, more people started coming out and trying to enhance or, or bring light to beauty of, of people of color. Now, um, I did go around that because I was gonna say black people, but you actually made a, a statement um, where, like, I wanted to ask you about that. What did you mean when you said the most disrespectful thing that you can call me as black, if I'm, if I'm correct? That's exactly what I said. Because yeah. if, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an etymologist, and I, and I look at words. I look at the root word. I look at the oh, previous you know, and the suffix. Black is not, it, it's a noun. I mean, it's not a noun. It's an adjective. So Come on. Okay, so even from that perspective, we already know that if I'm if I my ethnicity can't be described by calling me a color, yeah, right. But then even on a even on a little bit of a deeper level, 
If you take the B off of black, it's lack. And a lot of people be in lack of information, be in lack of unity, be in lack of power. And because of that lack of power and that lack of connection to nature, that's why we don't know who we are. We're Aboriginal, we're indigenous, we're melanin. So, so when you start allowing people to call you out of your name and then you accept that and start calling yourself out of your name, man, you're in trouble. The word black in Latin means colorless. And when you break down black from the perspective of the spelling of it, when you, when you spell blanco in Spanish, that's white. When you spell blanc on mm-hmm. Francais, that's white. Yeah. So, so it, why would it be white in those other languages or colorless, but then you come over here to the English language, which is full of ambiguity. Now, it, now it's supposed to describe a melanated being. Mm-hmm. Well, that, 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 I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. And mm-hmm. once I lifted the veil, then I started being able to call myself who I am as opposed to who someone else told me to call myself. That's true power. It, it's, like calling it, your, it's like calling your child a kid. And we know the word kid means baby, goat, or animal. I get that. Okay, so calling your woman the B word. Okay, you call her the B word, that's a female dog. That's why they don't want to be called that. So yeah. why would you call yourself out of your name? Mm. Well, you know, it, it started off with um, calling us the N-word to Negro to, um, to African-American to Black. So do you feel like people will actually, will they eventually start um, this new meaning? Well, I shouldn't say a new meaning, but maybe, you know, that's the conscious definition of uh, what, how you describe us, right? Well, well, you got to look at Ethiopia. Negus is really, that was a king. Mm-hmm. Negus. Okay. Niger, the Niger River. Nigeria, the prefix to night is N-I-G because it, it, it symbolizes a dark time. Yeah. Right? So every, even in, even here you go, Spanish again. Negro is what? That's considered dark. In, in, in French, noir, it starts with an N. That's considered, you know. So what happens is they invert it and they flip it on you here because the p- most powerful people in the world are the melanated people in America who, have, who do not know one iota who they are. And that's why they've been so easily led to the slaughter and not the altar, mm-hmm. you know? It, it, because you, you've been allowing people to call you a sheep and when you go to, to some of these churches and the pastor says, you are my flock, you are my sheep. Who, wa- who wants to be a sheep but a fool? If you go into animal kingdom and ask any animal if they will trade places with a sheep, they'll tell you no. Because an animal is that, that's the only animal in the animal kingdom with that much meat that can't protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I get that. So, so I, I'm not a sheep. And I never have been. And now that I learned how to step into my light mm-hmm. and into my and into my celestial consciousness, yeah. Then, then now you can walk in. Now you can walk with confidence instead of false confidence and false hope. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you? Because I'm sure a lot of people would wonder. Um, well, if I call him a black man, will he? You know disregard that or will he 
Um, no, no. I, I'll just simply it, it it'll kind of be just like you know if someone said anything else disrespectful to me. Right, right. Okay. I, first, I have to consider the source. Right. Right. I, I have to know if I'm speaking to someone who is ignorant to what's going on. Mm. Right. And and so you you can only give energy to to I absolutely agree with to you. something that you know really has substantial absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? A, a substantial yeah. impact on your life. If you walk past a house and a dog is barking at you, are you gonna get on all fours and start barking back at the dog? No, right? Because you know what you're dealing with. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But right. at, but at the end of the day, if I can have a conversation like this with you, an intellectual conversation, an intelligible conversation, where we can really break down things and and take the meat and leave the bones, mm-hmm. if you would, then then now I, I don't mind explaining that. But if I'm in the if I'm in the um. If I'm walking in a grocery store and somebody says, "Hey, black man," they coming with a good energy, right? Absolutely. Even though, even though, even though they they have they they don't know exactly what they're saying to me. Hmm. In my humble opinion, I my discernment gives me the opportunity to read the fact that their their that their intent was not harmful. They just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I ask that because do you know there are going to be people that probably ask like, well. Is, is he going to be mad at me if I call him black? No. Or, you no. know what I mean? But I, perfect um, response. Um, and basically, you put all of your experiences, all of your knowledge that you've learned over the years into your new book, Woke, to mm-hmm. educate the next generation. Could you speak to us a little bit about your book? Yeah, Woke is, is called A Dictionary for the Conscious Mind. And essentially, it's, it's kind of like a starter kit to lift the veil so that people can be able to start to understand and understand what's going on instead of understanding. Yeah. Because if you look at the prefix of each of those words, right, we have, we've been having understanding for a very long time, but whose understanding, whose ideology are you standing under? Who's over you? But then you get an overstanding and it's like you come over a box and you start looking around and you get an overview of what's going on. You get to check, you get an outlook. It's like an outer standing if you would, of what's going on. But the most important standing to get is an inner standing. And that inner standing only comes from you recognizing the power that you've been given by the universal God to live out your destiny and to leverage your spirit while you're here in this matrix to be able to make your dash count. You've heard that before, yeah. make your dash count. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the, it's the year you were born, it's a dash, and it's the year you die. And if you leave here without your dash being full, if you leave here with your dash being empty, then you didn't fulfill your purpose. That's not anybody else's fault but you. So for me, my passion and my, and my purpose is, to, is not to chase paper, is not to live the most uh, opulent lifestyle. It's to show opulence in my gift, through my gifts. It's to show divinity and, 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 and uh, beauty through the gifts that were given to me by the entity that created all things visible and invisible. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I'm here for at the end of the day. And that's what I like to be remembered for, okay. if anything at all. And I, I like I love that because I feel like people um today don't really live for not the just the things that they truly want out of life, but it's almost as if we don't think about how would we like to be remembered? Like how, 
what are things that I can do that will create generational wealth and um and that's something that you've been doing i mean you've had mm -hmm. um the the dream cafe in downtown atlanta um so you've been doing things for you and your family so i mean i really respect people that actually talk the talk but um most definitely walk the walk so yeah. i appreciate you for that no I, I appreciate you recognizing that bro because at the end of the day man you can tell a tree by the fruit and a fruit by the tree, mm -hmm. right? If I'm if I'm standing up here and telling you to eat kale, but I'm eating French fries every day, now now some something's not adding up. Mm. If I'm telling you to drink water, but I'm drinking Coca Cola Classic every day, we got a problem here. Now you're gonna be like, well, man, the the, the fruit is not matching what this tree is talking about. Mm -hmm. So. So consequently, now you go into a, a place of self-inventory where you hold yourself to a higher standard of, look, man, you have to model and be exactly what you want the world to be. Everybody's so busy looking without that we never get a chance to look within to find out what it is that we need to do, brother. Yeah. Oh, you got a Bentley. You got a Rolls Royce. You got a nice house, nice car. You got a bank account. Okay, you have all these things, but you're still broken. Right. You're not broke, but you're broken. <laughs> mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't mm -hmm. add up to me. Mm -hmm. Some people park their Bentley, and as soon as they park the Bentley, that's where the Bentley stops. As soon as they get out, there's no more Bentley that follows the energy of the person driving it. Because yeah. it's all based upon this, this, this facade that we put up. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with having nice things. It's nothing wrong with, with walking with a level of royalty. But make sure that that doesn't become your God. Make sure those things don't become what takes hold and takes control of your entity. Absolutely. And and it's not like like having nice things is not my end all be all. Right. Having having a great spirit is my end all be all because at the end of the day, that's what the creator looks at. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna always do everything right, but I I strive to do everything righteous. That's the difference. And. I think the sooner we can get that, where we stop looking at um, trying to find ourselves in everyone, then we'll be okay. Because the thing is, you may not be able to relate to someone and that should be okay. And if mm -hmm. a person has something that you have, that you may not have, then that's okay too. Um, we just need to really get out of that mindset especially there's no way the outside parties are ever going to respect us if we're disrespecting each other. It would never. Absolutely. Happen. This will always go on. So. Absolutely. Well, well, because we have not been walking in our true purpose mm -hmm. as, as the chosen people, right? Um, because of that, that's why other nationalities, ethnicities, parties, whatever you want to call it, don't respect us because they are like, y'all supposed to be leading, but you're following. If you're the original man, then you have to look at and take uh, inventory of the original sin. Mm. The first black on black crime didn't start in Chicago. It started when we were killing one another first, when we were being greedy towards one another first. So with that being said, now we have to find out, okay, was our discernment low? And we were in a place where we didn't see someone come in 
to take from us was our intuition not at a place where we could intuitively uh, decide or discern where, whether these people had our best interest at heart. So whether someone came and stole something from you, you allowed it, or whether they came and you gave it to them unknowingly that they were going to do something messed up with it, that's on you still. You still got to go back to say, something about me attracted this energy to me. I don't think we, I don't think we, I don't think we do that enough. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that enough. And even if the energy, even if it's your fault or not, that energy still came to you because listen, darkness loves light, but also hates light. Right. But darkness loves light enough to say, I want to be near this light. Mm -hmm. I want, I want to be a part of this light, but also darkness is like, but I don't like that light either. I don't like the way that light shines. That's that light's too bright. So yeah. let me bring my darkness over here to, to dim it a little bit. Or the last one I, I talk about is you attracting someone that needs to be healed and you're a healer. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that that's taken away from your self-inventory. Every time you have all these energy vampires in your, in your sphere, well, who's going to restore you? If you don't sit still with, and, and hear from the creator, then Who's going to restore you? If you don't have mentors and people in your life to undergird and make sure that you're, hold, you're at a place where you're making sure you're not veering all the way too far off and that you're staying on the path, that's when you can transcend. Man, I have mentors in every area of my life. I got a spiritual mentor. I have an international mentor. I have a business mentor. I have a health mentor. And I have people that are like, look, pouring to me and telling me, man, listen, you have, some, you have something that other people don't have. You have this light, and you have to make sure you're a good steward of that. So now I just can't do any and everything. I can't treat people any and every kind of way, even though I know I will never be able to please everybody. It's a cool little parable. 100% of the people in the world, 25% of those people, you would love them, but, but you can be persuaded to hate them. 25% of the people... Uh, no, 25% of people will love you but can be persuaded to hate you. The next 25% can hate you but can be persuaded to love you. Then you got 25% of the people, you can go save their child from a burning building. They're going to hate you no matter what, what you do. And then 25% of the people are going to love you no matter what you do. Moral of the story is you will never be able to please everyone. You just have to please what you're looking in the mirror and what gave you the ability to look in the mirror. That's the creator. Once you do that, everything else balances itself out. Yeah. I would say with you having so many mentors, as you said, in different areas, and that is something that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, What was your approach in getting mentorship? Because I would say that there's so many people that contact me and um, ask me for different advice and, um and i definitely if i can help you i definitely will but i would say for me coming up that was not my experience you know um well well no i get that i get that um let let me tell you it wasn't that i necessarily seek them out or they seek me out it was organic Mm -hmm. and and the energy and the synergy was there synergy is spirit and energy combined if the spirit and the energy connects you have synergy I believe it. But if you 
Yeah, if you're forcing it, then it's not organic. So I had people mm-hmm. in my life, have people in my life that we just connected on a, a like energy, a like foundation, and then we just kept building upon that, right? And, and there's a time and season for everything. You, I have seasons where people that are my mentors that I love to life, mm-hmm. I don't talk to for months because at the end of the day, I still have to walk out my own path, my own life journey, sure. right? 100%. And I and I'm not I'm not gonna ask my mentor to do something for me that I won't do for myself. Right. 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 So so look at look at they're, they're a mentor, not a clone. <laughs> you know. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing to add to what you're saying. That's so very powerful, bro. A ship is something that brings things to and from. A fellow is you and I. We have a fellowship. Mm-hmm. Well, if the things on my ship don't connect to the things on your ship or don't relate to the things on your ship, we can't have a relationship because right. the shit on my ship and the shit on your ship don't relate. What about the, if something on my ship doesn't work on your ship, then we can't have a worship. Hmm. If the things on, if the things <laughs> on my ship, bro, if hmm. the things on my ship, fellowship, worship, relationship, uh, uh, and then mentorship, if the if, if if the men that you connected to are not bringing things to you, and you're not bringing things to others, then you can't be a mentee or a mentor. That ship will never connect. That ship will always pass one another. It will never have any synergy. Absolutely. Worship, mentorship, relationship, fellowship. All the it, it's right. It, it's right in our face, man. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, that's, I think that's great. I want to ask you, what, as a, a, a person of color, what do you, and, and, and being a man, and what do you feel that you or us um, need more of and need less of? Mm. I think we, we need more still time with nature more more time to connect with the things in this world that are inarguable. Nature is inarguable. Mm-hmm. G- gravity. The seasons changing. The sun coming out every day. Inarguable. We need more of that. We need less distractions because distractions lead to destruction. Media stands for multi-ethnic destruction in America, in Asia, in Africa, in Australia. Because if I can distract you, I can easily destruct you. But you can't be distracted when you're studying the, the, the plants, when you're outside breathing the fresh air, and when you get letting the sun get on your skin. See, that right there helps you further peel back this layer in the veil so that you can discern what's going on. So, yeah, that, that's what we need more and less of, in my humble opinion. And um, why they are important to you to um, I teach these young men about how to represent and present themselves? Um, because when when was that moment in your life? Because obviously, to be the wise man that you are today, there had to have been something completely different in the past, or a moment where you it was it was that turning point moment moment for you. I, bro, I, I would say that I evolve every day. 
And so there's not like one specific thing that shifted me. I, I can say that when I start finding out about the nuances of religion, that was big. And I start finding out the nuances of entertainment, you know, which as an actor, I'm in this business and former NFL and CFL athlete, like I'm, I'm, I'm in entertainment. So I was like, wow, but when you get, when you get behind the, behind the curtain and you're like, oh, this is what's going on. Now you have a decision to make. Yeah. <laughs> now you have a decision to make whether or not you're going to stay grounded mm. uh, to your culture and your holiness and your divinity, or you're going to veer off into just doing whatever Oh yeah, appeases to get the check, right? And so, um, yeah, I evolved daily. And I think a lot of the times too, like I said, my mentors and the people in my life and the lessons in my life help helps me to do that as well. Mm, that's, that's, that's amazing. Um, that's one thing we really do got to continue to keep doing is educating the younger generation and how to represent and present themselves. You actually have something, I believe it's the what, the five, the five P's. And yeah, the five yeah. power structures. Yeah. Yeah. Could you speak about that a little bit? <laughs> so, so, so I used to do this thing at my, at the cafe called uh, Conscious Conversation and Conscious Conversation included talks about the five power structures. Mm-hmm. I also have a podcast called Conscious Conversation. It's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, so you can go get it. Um, it's called Conscious Conversation. They're dope. I, it's like four or five episodes up right now. I'll be uploading some, some more episodes soon. Um, but the five power structures is political, social, economic, education, and spiritual. Mm. Political, economic, education, social, and spiritual. Five P's, like P-E-E-S-S. Mm-hmm. So in all of these five power structures, melanated people have been told that they need to look into politics. Well, I, t- I tell people that politics is really politics. Oh, yeah. Education, <laughs> education, the education system is not really here to educate us. It's really been assessing us and separating us, just like politics does. Politics separates you. You got to be this party or that party. Well, last time I checked, we are part of the human race. You know, and it's when I found out politics was right wing, left wing, but one bird, and a bird can't fly without the wings, and the wings have no power without the bird. So there's there has to be unity here. Yeah. All right. And then education. Well, if I'm telling you that you're a slave since kindergarten, but I'm expecting you to do master things, that's a problem. So political, economic. All right, economics. We've been taught to spend our money on everything frivolously except the, the things that will help us manifest our true self. Why don't you invest in your health? Why don't you invest in some land instead of a Land Rover? Why don't you go get the air, the jet, the airport instead of the jet, mm-hmm. the airplane? Mm-hmm. So, so then you move to social. Socially, we've been separated. You know you're separated economically. They call it classism. So now socially, you're separated because if you're not in this fraternity or sorority, if you're not in this club or group, if you don't go to this church. So now, socially we get separated. And then the last one, and the most important one is spiritual. Spiritually, we, we've been so separated because, you know, everyone's spirit is either here or there and all over everywhere. Well, in today's society, everything is kind of like inverted. You have uh, the men acting like women and women acting like men. So we're out of order. We're out of order. 
So now we have, you look at the five power structures, we have, we have power. I mean, we have influence and every last one of those is melanated people in America, but we have no power because we have no unity. See, if I slap you, it's not going to hurt as much as if I punch you. Mm-hmm. So we're here with the with the palm up and it's false advertisement and propaganda connected to it because you think these people have real influence, but they have no power because they have no unity. Mm-hmm. And and just um, piggybacking even off of the politics, like I know it was something that you posted about um, not wearing the mask and also mm-hmm. um, um, being against the vaccine which Mm -hmm. I definitely don't do, but um, why not wear the mask? Well, so when I say don't wear the mask, I deserve that right, I'm just asking, you know. So when I say don't wear the mask, it's not like when I go in a grocery store, I'm not gonna put on a mask. Well, when I'm on an airplane, I'm not gonna wear a mask. (laughs) What I'm saying is I'm against that because number one, it's, it's the furthest thing from health that you can do is Breathe out, breathe in oxygen, yet breathe out carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. So now if I'm having this mask covering my face, not only am I covering my nose, I'm covering my mouth. And at the end of the day, if our mouth was supposed to be covered, the universal God would have given us a mask that came with this meat suit called a body. So it's going against nature, in my humble opinion, to do things like that. And for me, I just, I try to stick with the laws of nature. If you stick with the laws of nature, nine times it'll be, nine times out of 10, you know, you're going to be in a, in a much healthier space. Now check this out. We've been taught to obey the laws of the land, but the laws of the land are really the laws of man. The laws of the land will tell you that if it's cold outside, you better get a jacket. If it's hot, you better get some water and shade. If you plant a seed and you cultivate that seed, you'll create a harvest. That's the laws of the land. But we've been obeying the laws of man, which has us all out of whack. Yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would love if you could talk to us about um, your foundation that you launched. Yeah, my mom and I started CETA Foundation, which stands for Creating Empowerment Through Autonomy which autonomy means independence, but we really lean towards more interdependence because nobody is their own, you know, nobody's self-made. You know what I mean? Like, in my humble opinion, you know, we all have had help to get where we are going and, get, and, to, and to, to get towards the vision that we have for our life. We're going to need help. And so... Um, we, we have nine after-school programs in the city of Atlanta. Uh, we started in Florida. We're in Georgia and Ontario, Canada, and we're just leveraging our position to change uh, through athletics, arts, and entertainment to draw people in and then tell them the positive realities of life. You know, we're, we're looking to enhance the mind to fuel the future. So, we, uh, yeah, we've been doing it for 17 years now, and it's the most rewarding thing that I could ever have done. It's more rewarding than winning a championship ring or being on television or any of that stuff. Because when you can change a young person's life by sharing information with them, oh yeah, that's powerful, man, because money alone is not power. And education alone is not power, but information right. is power. And if you have good information, you have good power. But if you have bad information, 
you're going to produce bad power. So um, that's what CDA is all about. Absolutely. And I think that's so great. And then to have done it with your mom, it's just taking it back home to where things really matters, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you also have been casted for um, the new show, uh, Ruthless, um, by yeah. Perry. So you have to talk to us about that. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's uh, it was a great experience. I have so much respect for the work ethic of uh, Tyler Perry. He was on every scene, every episode, directing every, every step of the way. And so, you know, to be a person who has that much money but still is connected to doing hard work as opposed to hard work, I, I have I have much respect for that. But the, the script is tremendous. It's a roller coaster of a show. It's a lot of it's a lot of different dynamics. Um, it's about a it's about a cult called the Rakadushis, and it's a, a melanated cult leader that has some twisted ways of looking at things. And I, my character comes in and is someone who's very loyal and new to the to this this lifestyle. But yet I'm very interested in moving up in the ranks to show my loyalty to this, 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 this whole Rakadushi movement. And the, the deeper I get into it, the more I start to see things that I don't know if I'm with or not. So it's going to be fun. November 26th, uh, which will be Thanksgiving. It comes on on BET plus. Perfect. And uh, yeah, Amazon prime BET plus you'll be able to see it. It's tremendous, man. So, um, yeah, you got to stay on the lookout for that. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen you on shows like dating shows, the um, Match Made in Heaven with Sherry. Um, yeah. How is that dating world going for you at this time? Man, you know what, bro? I'm married to my purpose. Okay. I'm married to my purpose. So anybody in my life, if we can't pull greatness out of one another from a purpose perspective, mm-hmm. it's just, we just passing by. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, I've lived a life. I've been married. I've done all this and I've tried all that. But one, the one thing I recognize about, once again, relationships, if you don't relate, then our ship can't go. Yeah. It, it, won't, it won't go. So, um, but relating to yourself first, doing self-work, inventory, having intimacy with self, having intellect having integrity, having insight, all those things start with I in. Uh, overcoming your insecurities, I in. Once again, we always look without. We don't never look within. So you think that getting in a relationship or dating this woman will help complete you. The only thing a woman can do with me is compliment me, not complete me. Mm. I, need, I need someone in my life to compliment, not complete. I, I already, the universe of God is going to do that. So let's if we can if we can complement one another, let's do it. If not, then let's move on. Absolutely. And let's play a little questionnaire game of finish okay. them off. Um, I will say start off with a sentence and you just finish it. Okay. okay. So I will never. I would never give up. Have you ever had um, moments where you felt like you wanted to? Have you ever? Oh, of course. Of course. Even in my football career, I'm the only pro football player to play on 11 teams in 10 years. It was times when I was like, ah, I might as well go get a job. No, 
Job just means jumping out of bed just over broke. Job means persecution. That's why Job in the Bible was persecuted because that's what that word means in Hebrew, persecution. So I, I just knew that my life was greater than working a J-O-B. I, I needed to do hard work instead of hard work. And so, yeah, but it was times when I thought that I was going to give up and, and, and quit. But, you know, I had friends call me doctor never give up because of how many times I played on different teams and just never stopped. Never stop going, you know. Never yeah. stop forging forward. So yeah. I one day would like. Mm. I one day would like true peace, true joy, true love in the world. I, I one day would like for everyone to experience that. Because man, there's nothing like peace. There's nothing like joy. There's nothing like that. So yeah. The thing that irks me the most about? Mm, the thing that irks me the most. The thing that irks me the most about life is that people live their whole life and they, 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 they going through it, but they never have no any true knowledge of why they live. So the, the, the one thing that, irks, the thing that irks me the most is to die, but not really know why you have lived. Mm. That goes back to not making your dash count. People who don't make their dash count, they're, they're, they're just existing. They're not living. It's a difference. Mm -hmm. um, what I've learned this year is... What I've learned this year is that the more that I know, the more I know what I don't know. So it keeps me open to receive more. Mm-hmm. Um, you should pick up my book because. <laughs> you should pick up my book because it'll help you lift the veil and shed light and unpack, uh, hopefully, some of the things and the questions that you had in your mind about certain things that just didn't seem right, certain things that just didn't make sense. So, yeah, you should pick up my book because of that reason. Thank you so much, brother, for coming on to the show. I appreciate you, and please continue to keep doing what you do. You inspire us, and we want Thank to be part of you. Congratulations on the show. Hey, Mr. McCoy, my brother, thank you for having me, man, and, and much respect to you and your journey. And uh, let's keep building our individual tent so that when we bring it together, we have that Megatron. You know, that Metatron. For sure. You know, so that, you know, so keep doing your thing, brother. And and uh, like I say, always, peace and power. Thank you. Peace and power. Yes, sir. Hey, subscribe now.